everybody loses. You lost. Everybody lost your bets. All of you. Tell them All of you. And it's hump day. Y'all lost. All of y'all denying us, DK. They denied us. Yes. Yes. 403. James B, guess what? Wrong. DK, watch all the wrongs I've heard. Wayne Carter. Wrong. Jay Hanna. <laughs> wrong. Yeah, DK. We are on the day, baby. 358. Close, but no cigar. 402. I love you, your favorite barber. Wrong. All of y'all. Oh, wrong. Man. <laughs> that would be a 359 <laughs> entrance, everybody. We had them all, Moan. We did it, DK. We did. We yeah. did. Let's get this one started here as long as we're on a roll. Let's do it. Let's oh. do that. Oh, man. You know, this is a good problem, but, like, I had to drive over to the south side for practice just now and coming back. Yeah. All the traffic is back to where it's always been. Is it? Yeah. Is Which, it? I, on one hand, is great, you know, because you want to see people and vitality and all that. Right. On the other hand, it's like, man, can you just move? <laughs> Does there <laughs> have to be all this construction and everything else? Can you just move? You forgot what it was, huh? how it used to be. Very much mixed emotions. Before you go any further, too, right? Man, DK, legitimately <sighs> breathing, right? Today's the reset. Today's the reset, DK. We're, we're there. They're back on the practice field. Uh, you can speak about what they did, what they look like. We're back, okay, DK? We're back at one I, again. I prefaced a question that I had for Quan Alexander over there. I said, I said, I know it's Wednesday and everybody's moving past this past week, but, and he stops me right at butt and goes, it's Wednesday. It's like, <laughs> all right, let's talk about the Browns. <laughs> that is fair, man. That was very much, Moan, that has not changed. Yeah. Uh, the reality of it is that film was brutal. I'm sure, especially from Quan's perspective, right? The entire team, it was brutal, I'm sure. Yeah, the guys with whom I... Spent most of the time today, and I really got around because we had a pretty good open access period there, mm -hmm. where the defensive guys were the physical defensive guys, were the guys that need to step up in Cam Hayward's absence. Yeah. And, man, Moan, it was – they know what needs to be done. Yeah. And, and they also know how it needs to be done. They need to get nasty. They need yeah. to get – they need to get – dirty sounds bad, no. but dirty. Uh -uh. No, <laughs> yeah. dirty's right. <laughs> Yeah, I just had Coach T say everybody got a little something dirty about their job, right, DK? That's, this is a part of it. Uh, n nobody's trying to get their face smashed in the way they did last week again. Like, there, there should be an opposite reaction for what happened on Sunday inside Akershire Stadium. That was ugly. Like, we're, we can breathe a little bit now and just call it what it was. Any adjective that you want to use to describe it, it was that on Sunday, man. And hearing other people talk about it, too. Uh, it was embarrassing. I, I, I see, of, of, you know, some people saying embarrassing losses. Like, that was bad, DK. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, Mark Lancaster says overreaction Monday is two days removed. That was not an overreaction. No, it wasn't. Okay, that was very bad. And then on top of that, on top of that. Talk to us, DK. They're so banged up. Moan, I just, I just reported this on our site. 
It's yeah. not just the guys with the parentheses after their names. Everybody's limping. Everybody's hobbling. And again, you can feel me here, right? Yeah, you know what these games are like when everybody gets their rear end kicked. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Only thing that's going to make it better is a new game with an opportunity to win, man. And, and this won't be an easy task considering uh, the wet way Cleveland look and kind of did the exact same thing that the 49ers did to us. They It, it, it was really – what did they score three points? Cincinnati? It was a pretty thorough performance by the Browns' defense in particular. They're not just Miles Garrett. No. Anymore. They have some players over there. They have signed some players. They've added them. And what Mike Tomlin pointed out about the Browns this week in his press conference more than anything is that they fit. They haven't always done that in the past. Yeah. Uh, but that said, and this is what I want to get into in the opening segment today, the two words that were cited more than any other over at that complex today yeah. were Nick and Chubb. <laughs> Say that again. Say that the, slower. Nick and Chubb. Yeah. 24, 24, and 24. And that's yeah. all Mike Tomlin has everyone's focus on him. Yeah. And it is. you know what? Okay. That's, that's all right. right. And it should be that way, though, right, DK? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Man, if, if I'm Cleveland and this is the way Cleveland's got to think, DK, you're right. They do have a solid team. Uh, on paper, and they showed it last week, a 24-3 win over a divisional opponent. Cleveland's in a position right now being 1-0 and beating the team that a lot of folks said was going to win the AFC North. Remember having that conversation? All the talking heads called, you know, Cincinnati being the number one team in the AFC North, and the season got to sift itself out. Mm -hmm. But think about the way Cleveland has to be salivating. They got an opportunity to go two up on their division. Here. Here. On Monday night. Two up. When we were in positions to know we could bury somebody, you did. Nobody else has played a divisional game other than what Cleveland's got going on right now. They could really start off this thing in a sprint, DK. Mm -hmm. And that becomes very problematic for the Steelers. It just does. Because the guy, the guy, I don't even want to say guys unless there's more than one out, specifically Cam, the role that he has to play on this team for the defense that there's a void. And I say void because we don't know what Keanu Ben is going to look like. We're not sure what Montrevious Adams is going to look like over the long haul. Heck, still got to ask the question, is Larry O healthy enough to handle what Cleveland is going to bring to him? They're going to lean on him. And here's the, the another quick pro tip too, DK. I know you know that, uh, that, that what's his name went out, Conklin went out, right? The starting right tackle. Yes, he's, uh, he's done. He's done. This is probably like three years in a row for him. Like, it's certain people that get injured like that, I feel bad for that one. Like, that, injuries suck. They really do. Uh, but the guy – Repeated injuries are the worst, though. These guys who think, I, 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 there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. And we can be human about that, right, DK? Mm -hmm. yep. We can be human about that. Uh, but the guy behind him, DeWan Jones out of Ohio State, was His probably – yeah. <laughs> the biggest one, I think, was the biggest human being in the draft this year, but he probably had one of the biggest storylines circling the entire draft process with how teams were wondering how good he could be. And Cleveland ended up taking him in the second or third round this year. And I watched his preseason tape. Preseason tape looked good. He's going to be a long-arm guy. I'll say this. I expect TJ to do the same thing that he did last week against, uh, what was it, whatever his name was, 
um, as far as getting around them. And that's how the week goes, isn't it, DK? Yeah. Uh, McKibbitts or something McKibbitt, like that. McLibbitts yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, you, you ex- I expect TJ to do that same thing. But this is not the game in which DeWan Jones is going to be leaned on, okay? This is where DeWan Jones at. What do they have him right now on their, on their roster? 6-8, DK. Here are these numbers. You ready for them? 6-8-374. If they're not using him to bash guys and lean on guys this week with Nick Chubbs behind him, they got a problem. This guy was drafted to be Jack Conklin's uh, uh, replacement anyway. They're just business as usual as far as Cleveland goes right now. Oh, boy. All I know is that right now where mm-hmm. this coach is, and, and he was pretty stern with these guys and everything else, it they they need to stop Nick Chubb or the rest of this doesn't matter. That's that's not to oversimplify it on purpose. There's more to the game than that. Uh, obviously, we're going to be talking about Kenny Pickett. He had some stuff to say as well uh, this afternoon. And it, there's there's a lot of things that have to go right that just went exactly wrong. But where I'm concerned, Moan, and, and your coach's history with this sort of thing, and he has a really positive history, by the way, of bouncing back from really bad losses. I want to say he's like 10-2 and two over the years in a game after losing by 20 or more. Uh, the reason for that, at least from my own observation, obviously you lived it, so you correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, is that he just tells everybody to go out there and just get physical, get nasty. It is. It's going to be that. And I'll, I'll say this too before we go to the Hey Moan segment, DK. To that point, there's one thing to lose a game, right, DK? Like, the losses mm-hmm. are fine, right? And you don't want too many because there's a goal to win the Super Bowl at the end right. of the year. But the physical the physical side of this game and the expectation that this team is going to bounce back by being the more physical team is because losing with a guy that you know that does a certain thing like Nick Chubb, like run through people's faces – that's when it becomes embarrassing. If you can't stop a nosebleed as a team, whether that be offensive production, DK, that's embarrassing too. Or the fact that you know Cleveland's going to walk into Akershire Stadium on a Monday night primetime game and just run the ball over and over again and the expectation that you're supposed to stop it and you don't, that's embarrassing. That's what we will say on Tuesday reaction, DK, if that happens inside of Akershire Stadium on Monday night that's embarrassing is what you'll say if they can't stop Nick Chubb. Yeah, and it, it won't be an overreaction because in, in football, there, there are losses and there are embarrassments. There are situations. Look, <laughs> this isn't necessarily the coolest thing to talk about, but there's something about your manhood that's out there, okay? Facts. Um, I'm, no, I'm just to say it, that's, that's very real. Facts. Okay? And it's one thing to get beat on a speed move. It's another thing to get flattened. Yeah, preach. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's got to be, Moan. You tell me. You've been on yeah. both sides of it. You've flattened somebody, and you've you've lost out on, on some of those. And when, what is it like? You, you're immediately looking for some get back. That's the immediate reaction. You oh, I got to get them back. Yeah, because you have a healthy mindset, and that's how you <laughs> stayed in the league for 11 years. But not everybody is. No, and that's why sometimes Pounce's motto was this. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, right? You know what oh, Pounce yeah. used to say? Well, we can drown that MF or though. So I'm going to start dragging <laughs> some people with me, DK. If you don't want to drink the water I'm drinking, somebody in that locker room got to drown somebody, DK. 
either you with us or get the hell out. That's just how it's going to go. Yeah, that that's the part that it's it's just hard to get past that. You know, that I ended up I had a different a million different ways I could have gone with my written column off of that game from Sunday. And I still yeah. went with them just getting manhandled. Yeah. With very very few exceptions. Mm-hmm. And I it just that's I don't want to say it's a controllable variable because it isn't. If you're smaller and you're weaker physically, it's not that's a controllable variable. Right. But in the NFL, man, well, yeah. you know, who's who's that much stronger than anybody else in the National Football League? You know, and, and DK, um, this is 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 going to be fascinating going into this week. So I see a lot of questions that's coming up. I'm I'm actually ready to get to the Hey Moan segment, man. Right, There's a lot that. of good stuff coming in because uh, uh, we somewhat addressed it yesterday as far as Preseason versus regular season versus postseason. Three mm-hmm. different seasons. Um, but the effect of what we saw versus what happened, a lot of things can still be true on both sides, right? So let's yes. let's get to it again. I'm okay with this. Yeah, absolutely. Let me uh here. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. I've been trying to upload, if I look a little bit distracted, I've been trying to upload this talk that I had with Keanu Benton today. Okay. One-on-one, and I'm having a hard time making that happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. frustrating. It's all good. It's all good, DK. I, I want to go right real quick, man. To go right ahead. Table. Go ahead. Uh, you, 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 you go ahead and manage them while I, I do that. I, I got okay. this going on. AJF, man, from the uncle's table, man, hit us with this. All preseason. All preseason. The Steelers was uh, the talk was Steelers are deep with talent on the bench. Why all excuse when dude is hurt? Put a body out there and win. We're talking about two totally different things here. Like yes, there's talent, but that talent is only as good behind them if you got guys that can help bring them along. Demarvin Leal is a whole lot better if Cam is out there. That's talking. That's that's just like you giving your kids the key to the car when they're 14 years old, as opposed to you driving with them. And then letting them go out into the streets on their own. You driving at 16 or 14 is way different than you driving at 18. You driving at 18 is way different than when you driving at 30. Experience with these young, talented guys is always going to be a thing, too. That's the difference right here. You can have that talent. But what good is talent if it has no way of actually understanding how to play the game? That's where having guys like Cam in in that fold helps. Without Cam, there's a different story to be played out right there. Think about this. We still had what I thought was a solid offensive line, DK, my last year. Guess what? Ben goes out with the elbow issue. Our entire season changes, does it not? Just like that. Boom. Not saying that we weren't good still. Heck, we still went 8-8, eight and eight, DK, right? But if mm-hmm. Ben was there, what do we look like as a group? And what does the season outlook look like also, DK? Is that not totally different? It's, we, it's very different. <laughs> we can't be blind to what we're saying. George Pickens also saw AJC, uh, AJF also said something about, will George Pickens get involved? Well, sometimes you're just taken out of the game plan, too. If you force feed George Pickens the ball, how flagrant is that DK for Kenny Pickett to just beeline to him? Can't. You can't. can't. No, you're going to have to get Calvin Austin involved. You're going to have to get Allen Robinson involved. Yeah. you got to get Pat Fryermuth 
involved. How about Darnell Washington, who, by the way, when you look at the film, was open a lot. Yes, he was. Well, see, that's the thing, too. Mm-hmm. The who's that neglectful going into week two when you've seen them be open? Nobody. I, I, another one real quick, DK. You go ahead and do your upload thing, man. I got I, this I one real quick. I think I got it. Yeah, Okay. But this one right here always hits me. This one always hits me. You know why? It, it, it's the oh, software. Oh, jeez. No, man. Michael, Michael obsesses. All these players are <laughs> injury prone oh. now. They don't make them the way they used to. Gen Z oh. is soft as soft gets. DK, you've been near the field when the game is going on. Does it sound soft to you? It doesn't sound soft. That's not – look. Soft. I'm going to tell you guys something. Pat Fryermuth went back into that game. Because here's what happens. You can make a general statement like this and think that you can get a harumph out of everybody around you. <laughs> Come on. Oh, man. yeah, yeah. That's right. And they, they were – okay the problem is every time i cite an individual example to you you'll go oh well yeah well that guy that's an exception the problem is i could do it with 53 of them pat fryermuth goes into that game after something happened to his chest they're not saying exactly what some of it's it's probably a rib okay if not it's going to be some kind of bruise on the sternum or something it's his chest Mm mm-hmm Listen, on Sunday, I think I shared this with you guys already. When I tried to talk to him afterward, he was like, okay, that's his chest. <laughs> Today, I said hello to him. Just just no no interview, nothing. Just ask how he's doing or whatever. And I was he, had a, he, again, had a hard time talking, okay? Now, if you want to call that non-tough so that you can get your, you know, the, the the grumpy guys in the Muppets that you know the, that are that are reviewing the show those guys oh <laughs> okay then then go right ahead but it's it's a ridiculous and insulting thing to say I don't mean to be mean here Mike but it just is that that software man I <laughs> I don't know your physical uh, abilities right now but go out there do it and let's talk about and the then, and then this. You know, 13-year-old TikTok celebration, he's having fun. They're having fun. They put a lot of work in. They score a touchdown. And there's an adrenaline burst after that, too. Yeah, and and that was the thing. And you know what? In the preseason, when everything was okay, everybody loved it. Oh, hey, look, Muth did the doubt. In a loss, and he's a 13-year-old. I know, I know, I know. The injuries. Pat, I had a chest injury before, too. It sucks. You remember I was out for a game when we came back from yeah, one. It affects everything. It does, you can't man. Breathe. Deontay's hamstring immediately went down and grabbed it. You yep. know, immediately. Cam has a, a torn groin growing. Like th- there are some real things going on right now. Chook's got a concussion. If we don't want to take care of the brain, then so be it, man. But soft is I, I hate calling anybody soft because again, anybody can get God on any day. Right, DK? But to call a person soft when you're not willing to go out there on that field, that's a totally different conversation we have right there. I can't stand it. One one more from Rick. That celebrate like you've been there before. Yeah, because Chuck Knoll is still the head coach of this team. And nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened in our society after the 1970s. The world just ceased to exist after the 1970s. Yeah. Bone, take this over for me before I get in trouble. <laughs> I got you. I, got I can't you. stand it. I got you, DK. Well, here go one right here, man, from Donna. 
I, th- I hope I'm saying that's correct. If I'm if we're messing that one up, please correct us on that. I think it's Dannon or Don. It, it, it Dannon, looks that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, PhD. By the way, at the end of your name, DK. How did the locker room questions go this morning, man? Let's get you. Well, off. the locker room happened. There was a 15 minute session this morning, and then there was a lo- much longer session this afternoon. That's the one I was over there for. And you know, Donnan, the the best thing that I can tell you to try to encapsulate is that there's a they've been. Here comes another one of these macho terms, but they've been emasculated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when I'm talking to you know, hear a funny story, I, I approach uh, Landon Roberts and Quan Alexander look like they're in some intense conversation. Okay. Now, sometimes as a reporter, you'll kind of back off of those. I didn't want to. You went to it. I went to it. But and Landon goes like this. Hey, hey, he just puts his right hand up and says, just one second. Just give us one second. Absolutely. And I back off. So they keep going a little bit more. And then Landon looks over to me and just motions come this way. And I said, Hey, uh, what you got, what you got is what he says. And I go, actually, I want to talk to whichever one of you wants to talk about the Steelers being more physical. And they both said, Oh yeah, come on, come on. So I interviewed both of them. Yeah. They didn't want to give it. They didn't want to give it to the other guy. Okay. (laughs) Not when it comes to that, okay? Because they 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 got roughed up. They did, and I, I don't want to. I got, I got another one after this one too, DK. If you don't mind, man, you can click on some other. I got one starred from Eric Jefferson. If you was looking for, uh, but this team understands that too. They get it. It was cute in the preseason, but that's just what it was. That three and zero don't matter to nothing. It just don't. And I think it's good to have a harsh reality check like that. It was good, DK. Uh, it's one game now. Again, we don't want to see the trend. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the fact that, look, this team just laid down after a fact. I don't, And I don't even think they laid down. I just think they thoroughly got their butts whooped. And that happens in this league. Uh, the same conversations we're having today, and not to correlate one to the other, but I guarantee Cincinnati's having the same conversation in their room. I doubt it if Joe Burrow specifically throw, goes insane this weekend because they got to reestablish themselves as a team. Like the, the New York Giants – got taken got undressed in front of the world to see by 40 they scored zero okay and and that's kind of where i'm at with saying be cool this usually resets itself guys are pros he landon is a savvy vet in this league Quan alexander is a savvy vet in this league both these dudes are on new opportunities on this team and the fact that you're kind of telling me that they're having a powwow at their locker about what needs to be done that's actually what you're looking for. That type of response, DK. That's what you're looking for. Yep. Show it. Show it. So, show uh, it. And, and this is the show part right here, DK. Uh, from from Eric, man. Eric, we're gonna get you a membership. You're gonna get <clears> yourself <throat> a membership. One of the two gonna happen today. Okay. We gotta get you away from that uncle's table, man. You. It's too good of a of a statement because it's not even a question. Eric Jefferson goes. We have too many weapons and speed on offense. Facts. I like that idea. For nobody to be open. And I will say this too. I'm okay with challenging him. He goes, Kenny just needs to be sharp. That's going to play a huge part in this, DK. AGF just became a member. Shout out to you, man. Again, everybody's welcome. And all comments are fine. But you're right, Eric. Uh, It is a lot of weapons. They do have to be utilized. But you get nothing, DK, if Kenny's not sharp. That was one of the biggest things that happened over this weekend. Balls flaring, fl- like flying deep over a guy's head, short throwing it. Deontay's injury could have been a touchdown instead of a, a comeback and running around and pulling his uh, hamstring. Like, 
he got to clean up a lot of stuff. This team will and should rely on the run playing Cleveland, but Kenny's got to be a manager. He's not asking, DK, what did we say this summer? I'm not asking Kenny Pickett to be a hero. I'm just asking him to show up, flex his muscle a little bit, and get out of the way to help this team win. That's all we need from Kenny right now. The way to become a member of this program is to go to dkps.net slash join. Just type it right up there in your URL field, dkps.net slash join. Uh, if you're there, if, 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 if you're in and you accept memberships, make sure your thing is set to accept memberships. Uh, Dolly's going to check now. I believe we have some gifts that have been. They have. Uh, they have? Okay, yeah, yeah, she'll check, and we're going to put those names up on the screen uh, as well. We're, we're grateful for everybody. We're going to make sure that we can acknowledge those. Uh, Moan, I understand that through this crisis, through this terrible time <laughs> for the football franchise, at the get-go cafe and market uh, <laughs> at that place. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. yeah keep going. Really you were very eloquent, DK. Going. You like it? <laughs> you were very eloquent. <laughs> I had it all rolling there, too. At the get-go cafe and market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs. Let's call them Quan, Cole, and Elandon. Fine-tune every detail so that every – Sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they uniquely refer to as crave ability. Order your favorite entry at the Get Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. I have now, as promised, my this is this is only fifty two seconds. A little piece of my talk with Keanu Benton, because if there's a more central figure, yeah, in this event Monday night, at least on that side of the ball, Kenny's going to be that on the offensive side for sure. But on the defensive be. side, it's going to be this young man. And I think I think, and I hope that this will give you a little bit of a feel for maybe his personality. He's not somebody that most people will know, whatever, and his confidence. Take a look. Keanu Benton, Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's talk about what's coming up Monday, the challenge for you, first of all. Um, just getting out there. Uh, I feel like the challenge is going to be stopping the run, uh, same for our whole defense. Um, mm -hmm. I pride myself in doing so, so I just want to go out there and prove that I can do do so at the next level. What kind of comfort level? Well, comfort level is not a word you want to use around your head coach. <laughs> How do you feel that the opener went for you? I feel like it went decent. Um, there were things that I, I definitely left on the plate um, and things that I definitely did well. So it was kind of hot and cold, um, but just going on the next to this week coming up, um, I hope to improve on the things that I messed up on. Nobody replaces Cam. Nobody's going to ask you to replace Cam. Nah. Okay, it's so, but what's your mindset in that regard, though? I just got to grow up fast and be ready to go. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's it. Just got to be ready to go. Do you like that? First and foremost, he look young. Isn't he a baby? <laughs> he a baby, man. <laughs> That's the first thing I said. I said, he young, man. Yeah. Uh, he said all the right things, though. He understand he got one role, man. Stop that run. Play a role in stopping the run, DK. I, I'm I'm not even one to pile on the defense. That was hard to see. It was the the yards after contact was that was bad. <laughs> so it, it has to be a thing. If, if they went and pass today, I'll say this: Coach T probably uh, is going to utilize two padded practices this week. Almost, I think you're allowed 14 during the season. He may actually use two this week. Because there has to be an emphasis on that. In, in addition to the fact that whenever, you know, I brought up what's he need to do, he talked about stopping the run. That was, like you said, that was the right answer. How about when I said, and I, I, I started prefacing a question by now, nobody's going to 
you know, be replacing Cam, and he jumps in and goes, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck no. And, but and, and even then when I said, do you have to, you know, you know what has to happen? He goes, I, I got to grow up fast. That part right there. Him acknowledging, and, and you know what? It's been said to him. Coach Dunbar is one of the best in the business. You've had conversations with Coach Dunbar, have you not, DK? Oh, I have. Very so intent real. person, right? Very real. Very no real. BS. No time for your BS. None, okay? And and him saying, I got to grow up, is acknowledgement. That's all he's heard probably the last 48 hours. You, you're not a rookie no more. You're an NFL player. And I think that's one of the things that has to hammer home when it comes down to these young guys we say have talent, having to grow up. And I would even throw Kenny and George in that too. They got to grow up, DK. Like legitimately, and I'm not sure what's going to happen to Chooks. DK, we saw, and I hate to keep bringing this dude up in this moment on this podcast, but we saw Miles Garrett hit an Allen Iverson crossover in the game just because he could, right? It was so silly, but it worked. And it worked, but but this is the thing. Miles Garrett has the freedom to float around, okay? If, if Broderick Jones is in the game, where is he going, DK? Yeah, exactly. He's he going to find Broderick Jones. So what I'm yeah. saying for these young guys that have to play, y'all are not rookies no more. You're going to have to grow up, man. And this is going to be fascinating to watch this group, this new era, kind of take over a little bit, man. I see a lot of Keanu Benton showing up. You're right, Randy. He got to step up, and it's, it's, it's time that he does. It's, it's funny how much that, that, that's one of the reasons I wanted to play the video here is I, it, it makes these people like I see them and talk to them on a regular basis, but he's not just a number. Now you get to see a little bit of his approach, what makes him who he is. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, his film showed well, you and it I did. talked about that yesterday. We did. Okay? We did. He, he, he kept going upfield. He found a way to slither around somebody, kept mm-hmm. his hips lined up and just kept going straight. Yeah. And, and, and there, there's something to be said for him. Yeah. Uh, now that's not to say he's going to be Cam. Okay. <laughs> there has to be an expectation <laughs> and an understanding. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Rick said, I don't care how he celebrates there his you first. Go. <laughs> he, he's going to do for Rick, he's going to do like the whole TJ, you know, the yeah. kick and everything else. And then he's going to look around in the seats <laughs> to find Rick and point to Rick and go, There you go, Rick. Take that to 1975, pal. <laughs> for you, Rick. And Rick's supporting him, and I love it, man. Sticky B, man, he's been in here with us from the beginning. So he said, I'd rather get punched in the mouth in week one by non-conference powerhouse rather than lose in the AFC basement. Sky's not falling. Plenty of time to write the ship. Keep the faith, fam. I, I, I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, they're, but they're, I don't want to kumbaya this thing either, DK. There really serious. is here. We, As promised, uh, Dolly has found the the people with the gift memberships. Chris hey, came in know. with 20. Ryan Smith with five. And then on top of that, Vicious Violet comes in with 10, and she wins just for the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, amazing. DK. But that's a lot of gift that's memberships. Of Make sure you guys are, uh, for, for those of you who are still at the uncle's table, that you have accept memberships, your, your uh, uh, account locked in like that. Um, here comes a good yeah. question for Chris. Hey, Moan, did you ever get the yips? Or did you ever know somebody to get the yips? Oh, yeah. In a game. Not golf. Uh, in a, in a game. game. No, in a, in a football game, that happens, man. Uh, you know who had the yips? I'm going to mention the throwback name. Mike Adams. Mm. He couldn't ever shake back after that. 
after the, everything that went down on the south side and him trying to get back healthy, his was very traumatic. He got stabbed. But I didn't see Mike ever get back after that, man. Uh, some would say I'm a, another name, uh, Jonathan Scott. You remember, like, him, like, trying to clean up pass pro and do stuff the right way. He he was a lot a of guy, talent there. A lot of talent. With a lot Jonathan of talent Scott. though, wasn't it? A lot of talent. Uh, Mike Adams actually. Mike Adams. I mean, Mike was a second round pick. Yeah, and it looked like it. Look, he was one of those guys when he walked into your room. He looked like no offense. Yeah. One of those first or second round offensive line. You just looked at him and just went, "Whoa!" He checked every box from Ohio State. Big body guy, played tackle there, got beat uh, Michigan. He did everything you needed him to do. I'll tell you another one that had the yips, Rashad Mendenhall. Think about it. Oh, I don't have to. I know you don't. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to. <laughs> yeah, like when you can't find the reasons why and how, and that's what the yips are. Like you, uh, I've seen people have it in baseball. That's the first time I ever heard of it. I never understood what the yips were. Guys can throw heat all day long and throw strikes in practice. Soon as they would get to a game, they can't hit the backside of a barn. That's what you call the yips. Uh, have ever some would beg, some would even say this. Mason may have a little bit of the case of it. Might have. Or earlier he did, you know. I thought Kenny played like it on Sunday. Yeah. I don't yeah. know that he was born that way, but yeah. I think I think he played like it. I want to thank uh, Ramon Foster for a $49.99 gift from Hendersonville, Tennessee. His generosity just never ceases to amaze. We in this together. I, I do that just to show. Like, we all are in this thing together, but that's for when we go to B Pittsburgh and everybody keep calm and we can sit down and have a brew, DK. That's what that's for. It's just a, whew, just be cool for a little bit, DK. That's all. Is oh, that well, fair? I'm uh, it, it is fair, but there's also this was a hard reality hit. Uh, Matt Williamson, say. a former NFL scout who works for us at DK Pittsburgh Sports, came up with a number. The teams were 0 and 15 after the week after facing the 49ers That's last season. But again, that goes to that room, yeah. okay, of everybody limping around and hobbling and all that other stuff. There's a lot to overcome here. You know what? On the bright side, Moan, if they do. Mm hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, look yeah. at it from the positive standpoint. Jonah John comes in, 999 contribution, says, I just popped in, so I, I don't know where the show is, but did you all notice that Darnell Washington pancaked Nick Bosa? Because let me tell you, Nick Bosa noticed. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did, man. And, and hopefully that's the style you're going to see from everybody. We knew that that Darnell Washington was an extension of the offensive line and the actor. Like, the thing about Nick is this, though. Nick is dynamic, but Nick is light. The guys that Darnell Washington is going to be going against are light in the behind. I kind of expect this type of stuff from him, and it'll be a point to where guys aren't surprised that much or they're going to potentially try to overload on Darnell's side. And I'm hoping all that does is open up the offense a little bit more. It gives you options when a guy is dominant like that. Think about the dominant players in position. Defensively, TJ's dominant, so he attracts more flies, right? What if that happens with Darnell and his blocking ability and his offensive line as they try to get this running game going? I got a good story. Another one. Please talk to, to us. To what, to what Jonah brought up here, did you all notice that Darnell Washington, the Rodney Williams, who's a, who's a backup tight end, special teams guy, uh, comes out of the, the the one back area of the locker room and he sees me and he comes up to me and he points to Darnell Washington. You need to go over there and interview him. And I go, I just really? talked to him. And I go, yeah, but you need to go over there and like take a bunch of friends with you. Take like cameras and everything. And I go, why? What are you getting at here? 
And he goes, did you look at his film from Sunday? Yeah. And I go, actually, I did. And that's what I went over to talk to him about. And, and he goes, it's not just Bosa. It's not just Bosa. It's not just that he flattened Bosa. And meanwhile, Darnell catches us. He sees us from the other side of the room, and Darnell looks is looking over, and he's laughing. He's like, because he knows what what Williams is doing, trying he's to hype him up, whatever. Yeah. And I and I say out loud over to to Darnell, I go, I go, he's trying to get me to go over there and interview you again. <laughs> <laughs> they notice, they appreciate yeah. Jonah. Uh, they really do. They they know what they've got in this guy. His film showed extraordinarily well and you know what else it showed moan what's that he was open a lot and did not get the football and i've uh, here we go again right yeah Uh, again you said it you said it and i think we honestly need to let this breathe for a little bit if you good with this dk you said it looked like kenny had a case of the yips I, I don't like know. He couldn't find it. what he needed to. That level of no. comfort that we saw in the preseason, vanilla or not defense, right? Because the Steelers light him up in practice, I'm sure, don't they? The defense yeah. lights him up. They they send it at him. Yeah, they have to. And he couldn't find it, is what you're no. telling me. No, and you saw his forget forget I the saw throws. It. Look I at his feet. It. I saw it. No, and if you were blocking for the guy doing that with his feet, what would you say to him? Dude, use his pocket. What are you doing? Yeah. You got time. He had time. Right, DK. So, we, so that's yeah. been computed. He had he he had as much time as Brock Purdy did within one hundredth of a second. Yeah, yeah. The two that, of them, and that's all I'm saying is, hopefully, with whatever attitude they brought into those two weeks that they had off, whether they got too relaxed or they felt too confident, because that's the thing about competition, right? You're mm-hmm. confident, but there's also a level of anxiety that goes along with that. That's actually where peak performance kind of come into play, where I'm confident and relaxed, but that anxiety kind of holds me up. And it, it, from my understanding, I want to reference Mac because you know that's my guy, Max. They just seem too cool, too calm, and it just didn't resonate to the field, to the game. That two weeks, I think we're seeing a bunch of teams realize that sucks as, as opposed to this new CBA. You know what I'm saying, DK? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually really do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's um... – but it's no excuse. Uh, no. I got one right here from Ryan Lido. Uh, Ryan goes, hey, Mon, we were able to handle business against Cleveland late last year. Do you stick to the same game plan even with new addition? It's a totally different team, Ryan. Yes, thank you. And Cleveland <laughs> is too. Uh, I like the idea that some of the bases may be there. But all in all, I don't honestly think you can keep this team the same and say, yeah, we're going to do the exact same thing. You got to also think Deshaun Watson has an entire year under his belt now as far as his preparation uh Zadarius Smith is a guy that's on his team that has always kind of given the Steelers fits uh he actually like played one team against the other as far as his negotiations think about that like this dude means business and this is not the same squad he's a good football player you're gonna hear that name a lot yeah no you can't just roll it out and do the same thing now, and especially that really doubly applies to the Cleveland defense, which is fortified but also changed yeah. uh, in a lot of ways. And as Mike Tomlin pointed out earlier this week, they've also come together, which is the most un-Cleveland-like thing about, well, really anything related to the Browns. <laughs> except for the, well, I was going to say except for the Cavaliers. And also, uh, I, I had an opportunity to watch Jim Schwartz, their uh, new defensive coordinator, be an assistant here in Nashville. 
the guy knows how to dial it up. This will not be an, be an easier task. The best thing you can do is try to control the ball this week and the line of scrimmage defensively. Yeah, it, getting into what Pat Peterson said, if Pat Peterson never said anything, the score would have been 30-7. to seven. That's correct. Probably so. It would have been 30-7 to seven because it didn't matter what he said. It never does, Moan. You know? You know what I would tell him, too, and I said a little bit yesterday? Hmm. He got to go show and prove now. Or either he's going to be stuck with that old man stigma. How quick are people to do that to folks, DK? Oh, he's too old. It's instant. It's the first time it happens. I I never saw it happen to anybody more powerfully and painfully than Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden, to me, didn't fall off a cliff in Pittsburgh. He did not. Okay? But the first time Joe gets burned by something, the only thing anybody brings up is his age. It's like, hang on a second. (laughs) What? What about all the plays he made? Yeah, DK. Um, I see one from Luke Vanderpie. I think that's how you say his name, DK. Let me go here real, real quick because mm-hmm. yep. we hadn't talked much about it. Luke goes, hey, Moan, I saw this podcast with Jalen Warren on it, and he said he has full faith in Matt Canada. Do you think the rest of the offense does? I'll, I'll say this. That's what he should say. And in confined spaces. The the information you get from your coaches are right because that's the only information you're getting. You got to believe what they're telling you is going to be true. You also have to say this too. A portion of this has to be done and executed by the players if you believe in. We can put a lot on Matt Canada, but the throws that Kenny was making, trash. Okay? Like the ability not to stop the run as a team, trash. The yeah, three and outs execution, trash. Matt Canada I, going verticals at the tight red zone, that's bad. That's what a what little bit of coin brings up here, too. I mean, there were some things that he did wrong, but to try to separate him or to try to scapegoat him, it just doesn't work this week. Okay, yeah. It really is possible for more than one person to be responsible for a loss. Facts. Okay, and, and in this case, it was 53 plus the – well, 50, I'll say, plus the coaches and whatever else. I like TJ's game. I loved Anthony McFarland's game. Uh, I, I, I really admire – what Pat Fryermuth did. And other than that, you can take the, you know, you know, Darnell puts some, as I mentioned, put some good things on tape. But for the most part, you can take what everybody did and just flush it down the commode. <laughs> you know, this stuff, this stuff here, Mark McCoy, Pat P giving the Niners bulletin board material. It's radio talk show crap. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. It just is. Okay. If you're talking about stuff like this, no offense, Mark, you're not talking about the football. Yeah. You're not talking about what actually happened on the field. Yeah. That ain't it. If you think the 49ers are out there thinking, hmm, I'm going to try so much harder on this play to score a touchdown because of what Pat Peterson said this week. Yeah. And they, they want to score a touchdown. Now, I'll say this after the game when you have Brock Purdy asking the question, hey, oh, who's yeah, that? they have yeah, fun with it. Sure. Those types of things after the game, that's when it becomes like, yeah, I probably should have shut up. Yeah, but because, after it, the because, game. It, because it hurts you after the game, but it doesn't do anything on the yeah, field. Yeah, you nothing know, at all. Absolutely, DK. Uh, Absolutely. I'm going to take just, just a couple of more here. Smitty Franklin says Kenny Pickett is developing quarterback. Could it be beneficial for Matt Canada to coach from the sideline? Moan, can you explain to people why it's hard to see anything from the sideline? Because the view angle is not good for you. Tell that. There's a lot of people who haven't been down there, even as as fans. No, you see nothing, actually, man. Most coaches play callers, unless they're just 
the communication from upstairs to the microphone to the OC sometimes is good enough to where you just head down and call it and go. Matt Canada may need to be a guy. You got to say this too. He's freshly new as far as play calling in the NFL too. He may need to see the game like he's watching film. Yeah. I mean, if you have an OC, it's at field level. The question that I would have is, and this is what I was getting at, is the actual topography of the field. Yeah, it's a hump in the middle. There's a hump in the middle. Yep. So what's Every happening on it. the far side? Yeah, if you go to like a, like an old school, like a high school stadium, like a Clareton or somewhere like that, yeah. the hump is like Mount Everest. Huge. Okay, because it's that's the irrigation system. It is. <laughs> it's the, to get the water to flow off. Yep. It, yep. You can't see what's happening on the other other half of the field. Right. Uh, I don't think here, people realize that. Here's here's one right here, too, man. Shout out to y'all, too, man. Uh 1,282 members. It's big, DK. Uh, here's one from Brent. This is actually early in the show, man. Brent goes, Hey Mo, has anyone everyone anyone ever reached out to you after a bad game since you retired? Answer to that. No, not really. I've talked to guys after games. But never reached out. Do you think Kenny Pickett talked to Ben uh, confidentially, or vice versa? No, Kenny got to grow up on his own. The more you involve Ben, I think the more cloudy's the water as far as Kenny's development. I, I'd expect Ben is probably more hands off than anything because nobody wants to hear from the old guy that you're trying to outdo. I'm not even calling Ben old, but like it does Ben no good to reach out to Kenny unless Kenny says something to him and they have something genuine, but nah, I don't, I don't see any scenario of that. I will say that I've seen, uh, and Mitch Trubisky and Kenny communicate a lot. And Mitch is the number two behind him. Mitch knows the offense. Yeah. Okay. So there's advice uh, that he can offer as a five-year starter himself in the national football league in terms of how you comport yourself and whatever. And Mitch has had a lot of the same knocks on him about the, yeah. the you know, the reckless throwing downfield and happy feet and everything else. Right. They're similar yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. Kenny Definitely. and Mitch are, they're also friends and he's right there. And yeah. the, the, and the two of them talk a lot and, and, and they were doing it. You could actually see it during the game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, on Sunday. So yeah. He has somebody. Yeah, he does, man. Uh, DK, I want to get this one too. It's fascinating to me, man. Shout out to Jen too, DK. I'm not sure if you've seen that gift that she just gave us. That's huge. That hits you in the feels. I know it does. Yeah, he was he was here 20 minutes. I, I can't. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah. Yes, 100, man. Uh, let's let's go right here. I'm gonna ask you a professional question. Well, Josh Webb is. Josh goes, Deontay has a huge loss on mm. his already struggling offense in game one. Who steps up, DK? Austin, Robinson, or Gunner? Well, you can't leave George out of that. Okay? Oh, well, I think that's the expectation. Yeah, I hope. because yeah. George will be the first one to tell you and to tell the whole world that he's not getting the football enough. Okay? And these guys, uh, if you're getting into schematics, Josh, the guy that's going to be on the field – uh, more is going to be Calvin Austin. If you're talking about who's going to have a more advanced role, it's going to be Allen Robinson. All right. If you're talking about who needs to have the biggest impact of all of them, it's got to be George. And that doesn't mean you put George into the Deontay position on your right. offense. That's right. not okay. But you got to figure out ways to get him the ball. You got to figure out ways to not draw a bunch of straight line routes into the end zone from the eight yard line. Okay. You've got to, you've got to find a way. 
let him do some damage. Let him feel the football. Let him feel like he's part of the offense. Utilize that. Now, I say this when, in fact, what the Steelers really need to do more than anything else is to run the football more effectively, more dynamically, and hold on to it more and give their defense a chance. And a lot of guys today, no matter what I would bring up, related to the pass, brought up the run. Yep, 100%. That was one of the bigger things that came out of um, preseason, I think more than anything, was that group moved bodies up front. That has to happen moving forward, DK, specifically when you're playing AFC North ball, man. You guys have had a lot of great questions today, man. This is this is uh, pretty solid. I'm seeing Glenn Thomas take over after the bye, DK. Tico has one for you. Let's end with Tico today, all right? Let's end with Tico. All right, let's do that. What's up, Tico? Hey, Moan. I know that the coach has a big hand in preparing the team after a loss, but how much of that responsibility do you feel is with the players themselves? Take it away. A good bit. They got beat up, Tico. They did. Uh, hearing you say Landon Roberts and Quan Alexander was having a strong conversation in that locker room, I, I-, I think shows that. Um, hearing uh, Keanu Ben talking about how much he needs to grow up. And now nobody's cam out there. When you lose a player like him, it changes everything. The players feel that. Uh, I know fans don't think players feel stuff because, well, you're getting paid and, you know, hey, those things, you're comp- guys take it to the heart. Um, you're supposed to be the best in the world. These dudes came to Pittsburgh to play ball and try to compete for a world championship. Um, we took it hard, but I'll say this too. Wednesday, you shake it off with practice because the physical of the physical uh, activity of really getting it out, DK, it mm-hmm. probably wasn't physical practice today. And by Thursday, you could really just kind of wash that away a little bit. Um, so I'm hoping I'll say this. I hope they don't stay stuck in that mind frame because they ain't going to do nothing to help them whatsoever. Players take it rough, though. And I'm sure rough is one of them all. Got to be Kenny. I don't see how it wouldn't be. I, I really don't. Uh, I, I mean, you know, Kenny handled himself pretty well today. Kenny insists he's fine. There's no problems, no nothing. But he has to be better. He has yeah. to be a lot better. Yep. You know, and and that's got to happen like this. And I'm not talking about games. Yeah. I'm talking about practices. Yeah. You yeah. know, you've got to see something happen right away. Uh, can, can I add it on the high funny note, DK? I got go to ahead. with this one. This is so good. This is some three kings, man. Hey, Moan, do I sign oh, AB no. if you might? After the end, <laughs> after the ending. We'll save we'll save AB for after the ending. Yeah. Uh, welcome to membership, Roy Baldwin. Thanks to everybody for everything. And yeah, we might or might not talk about AB after the uh the outro here. Yeah. Hey, All right. See you, good people. Maybe uh, in the in a about ten seconds. Possibly, possibly, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. The answer is no. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> Somebody uh, earlier put up how, if, if 
Will Western Psych actually let him out? Oh, y'all oh, cold-blooded, yeah. man. Yeah, they went there. Hey, man, y'all are cold-blooded. The answer to that is heck no, man. I love AB, man, but I don't. I see no scenario. He's closer to, to potentially trying to get in the Hall of Fame or making his case to get in the Hall of Fame than he is signing in Pittsburgh. Well, let's bear in mind, too, and I can't believe this doesn't come up when people even bring this up, but – He'd face a pretty significant suspension on his way back into the league. So. I think okay? so. So you couldn't have him if you wanted to have him. No, he's had some legal issues, y'all. Oh, y'all got to remember yeah. this. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, DK. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. I don't think it's come up at all. It's just like because it's been a while. But all AB did to avoid all of his various troubles was to retire. walk off that field and rip his shirt off in Tampa. That was <laughs> he, it. Or where was, was it? That was actually in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey. Yeah, that's my dude. But that that is that is uh that's that's a tough ask right there. That's uh that's really something. I, Thanks. I, wish, I wish y'all would go ask Coach CA. Coach CA B said he's available. I love he'd never answer a question from you no. again, DK, because he think you're a joke as a as a journalist, man. That'd be the end of that, right? Uh Pika <laughs> just became a YouTube member. We appreciate that. We appreciate everybody. Uh everybody except Jen. <laughs> really? Jen she tried to hit me there. She tried to hit you in the fields, DK. She did. <laughs> uh, that, look, look, Dolly behind the scene is just a cold-blooded savage, though. She has no reaction. I love it. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, you, you won't see cold-blooded on Friday when he goes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know what's good, though? Talk to me. The, uh, in all seriousness, because he's, he's going to Drexel, my son Marco, for anybody who doesn't know, to college. Uh, that's out in Philadelphia. It's a nice university. It's a nice everything. And the <laughs> and the Pirates play the Phillies in two weeks out there. And somebody who owns the company just assigned himself to cover that otherwise completely <laughs> meaningless series. <laughs> look, look at you almost being a helicopter parent. They're like just watching them. You don't have to go to that game. He's just leaving. I have to go there for all three games, Moan. It's three games. It's three games. Because they really matter to the Pirates, whether or not they finish with 67 wins or 70. No, and don't be sorry, the <laughs> no, Jen. That, that's a good it. thing. I absolutely uh, love it. No. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's been getting – that faucet's been getting pushed quite a bit here this week. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, TJ. She wants to see them tears. <laughs> the young man and I are, are very, very close, and it's, it's going to be a thing. Ownership has its advantages. You're 100% right, baby. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Nicole said the same things that – I. There's nothing like it. Moan, yeah. you, we're going to watch you do the same thing don't, someday. Don't, I'm, I'm under four years from this right now for my first. For your first, but the, the last is different. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the last is, the last is different. So hey, man. The good thing is, though, in all seriousness, and, and we'll sign off after this, but in the modern FaceTime world and everything, it's a little bit different than it used to be. Yeah, yeah. And I know we actually, my, my daughter down in North Carolina, we carry her around the house. Really? <laughs> she just like wants to, she's doing work, she's studying, but she just has us on like in the back. And we don't even talk. She's wow. just sitting up there. 
Man, you got people in here and they feels DK. Mr. Wires, oh, I just yeah. sent my youngest. Wow. Oh, hey, no. Barbara. Thank your son, man. Yeah, wow. Thank you. Thanks to both of you. I did not know that. You didn't mention that when you were yeah, in here. Oh, you, you know who else stopped in the in the office? I, I didn't Ooh. mention was was our man Jacob, who's been in here since day one, been what? giving out gift memberships. Yeah, he came he came in here last week. Uh he was in town for the football game and, and everything, and it was really nice to see him. So Anyway, guys, let's do yeah, another one of these tomorrow. Uh, it might have to be a little bit later than okay. usual. I'll discuss with Ramona because I have to cover the Pirates game for real. Okay. The one here in Pittsburgh uh, okay. at 1235, so depending on when that ends. All so right, for sure. tomorrow. Y'all be safe, man. Peace.